Welcome to the Global EdCast. My name is Armin Kasabia. And I'm Louise Goodman. This platform connects educators from around the world to discuss experiences and share best practices. Hi, everyone. Today, we are here with Yakuba. Yakuba is the definition of a polyglot. He speaks five languages and studies even more than that. Yakuba, can you introduce yourself and tell us about your language skills? Yeah, um, Yakuba Dauda, an ELT from Maradi in Niger Republic. I speak five languages, which I can write, I can speak fluently, I speak English, I speak French, I speak Hausa, I speak Fulani, and I speak Jarma. Uh, Fascinating. And tell us a little bit about your teaching experience. Where do you teach and what ages do you work with? Yeah, I teach in a government uh, high secondary school of over 3,500 students. I teach English for 11 years now. And I'm also a PhD student. I started my first year of PhD student this year. I'm working on uh, the variability of results of children with disabilities. That's so fascinating. And tell us, what really? else do you hope to research in your PhD program? I'm working on uh, the variability of uh, children's, of the results of children with disabilities. That's so fascinating. The of their results. Yeah. Wonderful. Yakuba, can you tell us a little bit yeah. about your experience of teaching during COVID and the pandemic? How has your classroom and teaching style changed? I really, I really love it, especially with the types of children we have. Even though we just neglected this part, this uh, uh, talent of today's children, which are who are used with technology uh you know our system of education doesn't accept children to come with smartphones or computers in the school because we are doing face-to-face -face teaching and this time of covid i was away with my phone and uh, the idea came from uh, a whatsapp group i set for my english club because i was doing uh, i set up an english club with my students before COVID even comes. We have a Facebook page and we have a WhatsApp page, which I'm interacting with the students uh, through WhatsApp and Facebook page. And when this COVID came, it went for two weeks, now it went again for one month, and I saw that we are going to lose a lot. I now proposed to the children from then, and let's have a virtual class. Most of them accepted, so we created a WhatsApp group for all my classes because I was having seven classes. And the total of those seven classes, over 500 students. So we created this WhatsApp per class. And instead of two hours, so I do only one hour a week. I used to send them questions. We used to have class, live class. I was surprised, really, with these children and I loved it much. 
and that's how uh, I went on. It really uh, encouraged me to even cover my syllabus at that particular time, especially with my candidates, which are going to write the exam, and it really helped them. Uh, I really loved it. Really loved it. That's wonderful. So Hello. it's. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of really interesting technology pieces and different ways of engaging with the students through WhatsApp and Facebook. That's wonderful. And Yakuba, how do you Thank think you. how do you think teaching will look like after the pandemic? You know, that is depending question which don't depend on me. It depends on the policy and depends also on how, you know, in Africa, especially in Niger Republic, the pandemic has not gone that extreme to even stop people from face-to-face -face teaching. And uh, most of the children here and our locality here, when we said the first problem we're facing is the policy first. Mm -hmm. The policy did not recognize children to use technology in school. That's one. Then secondly, if you say you continue with the students that are online, that have smartphone, maybe out of the class, let's assume because we're dealing with large classes, uh, out of 120 students in a class, maybe 40 or 50 students, less than half will have smartphone. And another challenge we're facing is the connection. Connection is somehow expensive here because it can go up to $1, if I now take it as dollar, $1 to get 300 megabytes. Wow. <laughs> Sorry? Wow. 300 megabytes, which you can, you can just finish within two days if you are not downloading things. If it's just for WhatsApp or Facebook, you can go to three, four days, five days, it will finish. And the children cannot really afford that always. Those sure. are the challenges we face. And that's why it's very hard for me to predict how we are going to do after the COVID. Sure. And Yakuba, what is one good piece of advice you've learned through the pandemic that you would like to share with other teachers or even your students about the learning process? I really learned a lot. I really learned a lot. Uh, because uh, if I may tell you, you know how many conferences all over the world I attend during COVID-19? I attended online courses for CPD. I attended conferences, webinars, meetings. Uh, really, I have more than 17 certificates wow. online only during COVID-19. And that really encouraged me, that really empowered me to motivate my fellow colleagues, teachers, and even students to go for it. Because if it's not because of COVID, I'm sure we were not exposed. As I'm telling you, uh, this uh, web I'm doing now, I've never used it. I've never gone for it. It was when I click, I saw the link, it's not Zoom, it's not go to meeting, it's not, uh, uh, what do you call it? Those are the only two, Zoom and go to meeting, I know. 
So this one, I have to download it. And this is the first day I'm experiencing it because I am used to such things. I know how to manipulate. And that is also an advantage for me, which I want to share with people. And uh, one thing I have in mind, do you know that I set up an English, uh, a speaking English platform for teachers, for inspectors, for educators, advisors, Wonderful. for 12 countries in the world? Speaking English, speaking English. Because based on the experience I got, from these online courses, the exposure I got really helped me to share my knowledge with my colleagues Africa. Uh, presently, I'm running a uh, speaking English platform for teachers, as I said, and inspectors, advisors from 12 countries in West Africa and UK and even uh, Soma not Somalia, Australia. Wonderful. I have people. I have people from Australia. I have people from uh, India. I have people from UK. I have people from Ghana. I, not Ghana. Uh, Niger Republic, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, Benin Republic, Djibouti, Guinea Conakry, Gambia, Senegal, Mali. Wow. And that's all. 12 countries that are managing presently only we discuss only professional development our cpd anything related to english and only in speaking not writing the platform is meant only for speaking because i discovered that we teach a language if you don't speak a language it dies within you and you have to practice for you to master the language you are teaching for you to be able to reformulate sentences or things that if you say it, for example, in this way, the children do not get you, do not understand, you should be able to say it in another way for them to understand. Then we have uh, environmental factors because most of us are living in French-speaking countries and we speak only English in our classes. Out of the classes, unless we meet as English teachers, we now discuss. But our meetings, our uh, relations outside of the class is mainly French or in our local languages. And that's what I call environmental factors. And that's what made me to even create the platform for us to interact always, to have a live discussion once in a week, only every Sunday. We have live discussion on Sunday, and we have every two, three days, we have a topic, new topic that is posted with a time frame, and you only voice out, say your opinion about it. And that's what we do presently. And that's my way of sharing my knowledge, encouraging my, uh, my friends, colleagues, go for it and another thing i did also with uh, my colleague uh, eric hagley mm -hmm. is the coordinator of projects wonderful I project that is international virtual exchange <laughs> international virtual exchange right now 
we have English teachers across these countries I cited for you that are enrolling their students. Because in Africa, I was the only one last year that even attended and uh, I participated my students in it. So this year, I now expanded to uh, other speaking countries, French speaking countries, my colleagues from West African countries, especially, now enrolling their students to participate in this I projects. That's amazing. So that's another exposure. Yes, that's another exposure, which I now help my colleagues to expose our students to the outside world. And maybe that will really help. Uh, maybe sometimes with the hope of having our policies change, uh, maybe go for virtual watch. Like sure. especially with I, you have uh, untold opportunity which you can share experiences with other children of the whole world. Sure. Wow, that's this time around. For the eve, we have over five to five thousand people participating this year, so that is great. Yes, Yakuba, that is amazing. It sounds like you do a lot of awesome projects. Can you go ahead and remind us all one more time the name of your platform? Speaking English platform, speaking English. It's just a WhatsApp group created for. English teachers only, English advisors, and English instructors. I'm running the platform. I only send a topic, which we have admin group, four of us. No, five of us have admin group. I included other people, one person from Djibouti, mm -hmm. two people from Senegal, and one person from Niger also. Just to encourage, to not think that this is only one person business. Amazing. So depending on the inputs and the participation of the people, I now make them co-admin. Then we have a group which is called oral admin. Five of us, we now send the topic, we discuss the topic, then one of us should send it in the speaking English for two, at least three or four days. Once it's over, for example, the topic is ending today, today we'll send if the topic is sent, uh, ending to tomorrow, right, today, I mean, we'll send another topic for tomorrow that's starting tomorrow today. So people will now get ready, make all researches before they will be able to say something about it. And we have live discussion on every Sunday. And this one, live discussion, is just about our personal, let me say, personal uh daily life activities as human beings if we go from monday to saturday for professional development then we take one day to discuss our day-to-day -day life activities as individuals that's just being social uh but we are not touching of politics and religion just on our basic personal our daily activities what we do we buy, we sleep, we marry, our traditions, and all these things. That's what we do, depending on the topic. Wonderful. Yakuba, this sounds like an amazing WhatsApp platform. I'm going to encourage all of our uh, listeners to check it out. I really 
loved it. I really loved it, really. Wonderful. And Yakuba, can you teach us how to say um, a nice phrase in Fulani? A nice phrase. Or any phrase you'd like. For example, I would say, yes, to pardon. One more time. To pardon, it means where are you going? To pardon. To pardon. Wonderful. Well, to pardon, it means where are you going? In Bali, jam means are you fine? Are you fine? Wow, I love that. And can you teach us how to say goodbye in Fulani? In Fulani, talk, talk. Top, top. Top, top. Like that? Or I can say it, yes. Top, 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 top. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Yakuba. This has been an amazing experience talking to you. We hope you enjoyed this Global EdCast episode. And remember, you can follow us on our website, on Facebook, and also on Twitter and Instagram, where we continually have resources and ideas from teachers around the world. Thank you for joining us.